Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When the framers created the Republic, through the codification of the U.S. Constitution and soon after the Bill of Rights, they understood that the documents put the newly created government on notice that it had limitations and boundaries, that it was not the lord of the people, rather the people were the lords of the government. But 232 years on, our rights are not so assumed. The federal government has overreached to a point where it is tantamount to despotic and bureaucratic, devoid of true representation of its people. In the new Concept Action White Paper, Saving the Great American Experiment, now available on Kindle Vela, I explain how we can arrive at a place where the divided American people can begin to heal a place where the intensity and the power of the divide serves not to destroy, but to rejuvenate the idea of a true union of states. Please go to undergroundusa.com and hover over Goodreads to access the direct link to the Kindle Vela store. Then share that link with family and friends. Let's defeat those who seek to conquer us through divide. We can become e pluribus unum again. And the solution found in saving the great American experiment is how. Welcome back to Underground USA. Make sure you take a look at everything we do over at undergroundusa.com. We we have a featured book. Uh, did an interview with that guy last week, James Simpson. He was a, a former economist with uh, the Office of Budget Management under Reagan and Bush. And right up until the President Clinton's team realized he was still there, he was he was there for them. But he had, he's got a lot to say about who Karl Marx was. Uh, when I, I even learned some things about that reprobate. Just just a horrible, horrible person as well as a demented human being. Uh, sign up for our for our uh, mail out. It's coming out regularly on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays now. Taking the weekends off, trying to retool some stuff, but jam packed full of stuff, jam packed full of information. My name is Frank Salvato. Andy Limbaugh is my partner. He's back. It seems like you've been gone since January 6th. No, you've been gone since January 6th. Well, I was in detention for a couple of months after that, so, you know. Solitary confinement. I had to to get some paperwork completed before I could come back on. (laughs) This, This January 6th thing. Um, we were just talking before before we came on air. Uh, I said, "Yeah, Kevin McCarthy seems to have come down with a case of testicles." <laughs> you know, it, 
You know what's just really frustrating? He shouldn't have had to grow him today. He should have had him back then to push back to not even get in this scenario. But here we are, and he grew a pair today, so, you know, good for him. If, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, this Nancy Pelosi commission, this this hyper-partisan committee uh, that she's unilaterally decided the seat to study the January the, the, the root causes and the evils of the January 6th insurrection, which the full house said they didn't want to do. Congress said, we're not doing this. Forget about it. And, and one of the reasons they said, forget about it is because the department of justice and the FBI are still investigating things about January 6th. So there's investigations going on. There's no, good, legitimate reason for Congress to have an investigation on January 6th because things aren't done being investigated by the people who do investigating for a living. So she wanted this this 10-person panel, just, just enough people on the panel to allow for a five-to-five five tie so they could keep the, pol- the politics going. And in an unprecedented move, she rejected two of the people that McCarthy offered up as nominees to the committee. It's never been done before. Some somebody seating a committee has never turned down the minority's choices to be on it. It would be like it would be like the Republicans saying no to somebody who was on the impeachment committee. Nah, we're not going to have them. You know, so McCarthy said, if you're not if you're not going to seat all five, then we're not participating at all. And, and like Andy said, we never should have been there in the first place. Would, would Pelosi said she wanted to see the commission anyway? We should have said we're having nothing to do with it because this is politics. No question. Where's the commission on the uh, the, the radicals and, and all those idiots out in Portland trying to burn down a federal mm-hmm. courthouse with people inside? Yeah. That, that, Where's the commission on that, Nance? Yeah. Huh? Arson, arson and attempted murder. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It's not not probably, and and let's you know i i like to remind people this the only bloodletting that happened on january 6th was a capitol police lieutenant shooting an unarmed air force veteran ashley babbitt got shot she didn't have a weapon that was the only bloodletting that happened and and quite honestly there are some there are some major questions about how how access from multiple points came into the us capitol building because the one thing that uh, that CNN and MSNBC liked to show you all the time was the one window that they pushed out where people crawled through, and that was the one that Ashley Babbitt went through. Yep. But there's other video that shows Capitol Police officers opening doors and allowing people to pass. Absolutely. So there's a lot of questions about that day that, that need to be answered. But the rightful investigative bodies – should be the ones that are investigating this. If you want to have a commission after everything is done, like the Warren Commission for for the for the Kennedy assassination, okay. But you don't manhandle the selection of the people that might be on the opposition. You you don't get to define who you. This is obvious. She frames it as a political thing from the very get go, saying five Democrats, five Republicans. It's politically based. And right. and now I'm going to look at, at my opposing party member and say, we're not going to accept two people that you want on it because I, I just don't want them on there. Yeah. What? <laughs> they, they can't remember what they said 15 minutes ago about something. 
I so I I just this whole thing you know is is basically a an attempt and everybody's got to see this i mean it's it's uh, it should be obvious to even the most intellectually challenged amongst us that when a hyper partisan political operative such as is nancy pelosi doesn't get her way as speaker of the house wanting to push through a a congressional committee to investigate this the whole of the Congress said no. And she decides to sit one anyway. What could the possible reasoning be besides keeping a political football in play for the midterm elections? And on top of that, you had this guy, the, the first person sentenced to eight months in jail. Yeah, for insurrection. And and, and I don't know if you heard this, but the the – the prosecutors and the were, were were telling the judge, you know, this person it was is basically premeditated. This person made decisions about what he was doing along the way. You know, he he was from Florida. He packed his bags with the intention of going to the Capitol. He then stopped along the way and decided to do this. And then he stopped along the way and got to Washington with the intention of going into the Capitol building. And all of those things should make a difference in uh, how you judge, sentence this man for what he did. Okay, well, how about these idiots, these, these Antifa idiots and BLM idiots out in Portland who did the exact same thing trying to burn a federal courthouse with people inside. How about that, huh? I think we, we just – and then I read this somewhere today. I believe I read it over at the, the Epic Times um, where one person who, who was arrested for arson in Portland has now been sentenced. But he was only sentenced to, I think, four years. Four, four years for for an arson and an attempted murder charge because there were people inside that building. If you set fire to a building, there's people inside it automatically becomes a felony attempted murder charge. Four years, and and these and this person was allowed to be out on bail. The people from January sixth who've been arrested in connection with 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 breaching the the Capitol and when by definition walking through a door that was already open on yeah. that day was considered breaching the Capitol. Yeah. They've Where's been the held process. They've been held in solitary confinement since they've been arrested yeah. with limited access to their legal representation. Where's you know, the DOJ and due process on this? Han Nance? Oh, you that, and that, your stupid ass commission. You know, the constitution has been pissed on in in this thing not to not to mention and this this goes a step beyond whether or not that you were detained for january 6th or not if you were in washington dc proper on january 6th the fbi has looked at your credit cards and your cell phones yep whether you were on the opposite side of town or whether you were inside the rotunda They've looked at your credit cards and they've looked at your cell phones to see exactly what you were doing in D.C. on that day. That is an insanely huge violation of the Fourth Amendment to a rightful search. So you, you want to have a, a commission. And I know Nancy Pelosi would like to have a commission based on 
on on politi- on the political ramifications that she can juice out of this to keep moving forward. That's exactly what she's planning on doing with this. It's going to be a hyper-partisan decision that has no representation of what happened at all. And it, and it won't have an end point. It'll just keep going. No, no. And, it, it, and it'll be elections down the line too people will be talking about january 6th and 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 you will have a narrative that the left will have and you will have uh, a more fact-based narrative that the right will have but the narratives will nary meet in the middle um i'd like to have a blue ribbon commission on how congress and how nancy pelosi and how the democrats were allowed to get away with foisting this bullshit on the american people for political gain that's the commission I'd like to see. No kidding. That's where I want Kevin McCarthy to come up and just call BS on this thing and say, okay, we're going to put our own commission together and we're going to, we're going to commission to find out why you guys are doing what you're doing and how come there hasn't been equal time spent to all these Minneapolis burning and, and yeah. all these other things going on. You know, where, where's all the stuff on that? Oh, those are just, you know, civil unrest, my ass. Yeah, there's a mostly peaceful protesters. Yeah. Identity you, politics there, by know, the way. I, I would like to see a guy. I don't know who would seat it. That's the problem, because I can't trust Congress to seat it. I can't trust the executive branch to seat it. Um, more and more, much to my chagrin, um, I'm, I'm having questions about the, the political status of the judicial branch as well. Normally, I would look to Supreme Court to... To, uh, oh. to to seat a blue ribbon panel of people who are autonomous to all uh, who are autonomous to all three branches of government to find out why the DOJ failed, why the FBI failed, why there were no prosecutions for for the arson and damage and the murders and the mayhem's uh, in the major cities uh, coming beforehand, why the prosecutors, federal prosecutors just laid down and didn't pursue anything and why such an overzealous and ridiculous response was given to January 6th. There was a complete breakdown of the rule of law in the United States in that last year of, of the Trump presidency. Not that Trump was to blame for this, but you had career politicians and career prosecutors and deep state people. And by deep state, I mean the people who are just in grained into the bureaucracy in in Washington, D.C., who refused to prosecute in Portland and Seattle and Chicago and L.A. and New York. We're just we're going to selectively prosecute who we want. And in, in New York, you've got an attorney general who would rather keep digging into Trump's taxes for political gain than to say, hey, we've got rampant crime in the streets of New York to the point where people are just walking up and punching Asian people in the head. We yeah, can't or, have this Jewish men, you know, yeah. ju- older Jewish men. Where's where is law and order has broken down in the United States along ideological and preferred lines. That's a failure of government. I want a commission to look at that failure of government. I want to see where the, the politicization of of our legal system began, who responsible for it, who's still engaged in it so they can be purged. So we can get back to a, a, a legal system, a judicial system, or at least a judicial branch in this country that has no fidelity to a national political party. 
so that everybody's equal under the law. A lot of the bullshit that we're experiencing today wouldn't be happening if everybody was equal under the law. Right now, blind justice has her thumb underneath the blindfold and is starting to play identity politics with with justice. We can't have that. When you got the 14th Amendment, you know, that that's that's you know, equal justice right there. And and it is just you talk about getting pissed on. Oh, you know, right. And then the, all the border stuff that just adds to it. Well, and and, 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 you, and you look at the teaching of CRT in schools, you're uh, starting to you're starting to basically teach kids from the very beginning that there's in there's there's always going to be unequal. So don't even think that you're going to get that equal opportunity that's guaranteed in the Constitution. Exactly. You're never going to get it. So just forget about that. Don't even try to pursue it because you have to look at it our way and see it through our lenses and an America bad. Well, if America's so bad, why is everybody trying to get here? Exactly. And how many people are trying to escape and leave? Yeah, I don't I don't see a lot of gulags. No kidding. You know, um, looking at the southern border, if we were if we were that bad of a place, why are they coming over by the millions each month? Yeah. I think it was what seven to eight hundred thousand last month. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's a it's a one way street, man. Why, why, are, why are people are coming in because they want to be here? They don't want to go back to where they the awfulness that they came from. You know, I, I, you you look at people. We talked about Cuba a couple of shows ago. You're you're looking at people who would get on makeshift boats. I, I'm talking about pulling pulling the upholstery out of old cars that float to make giant rafts yep. to try to make a 90 mile trip across the Cuban Florida Strait to get to the Keys, just to try and get their foot on dry land so they can they can get refugee status. You know. Why are people risking their lives to get here if we suck so much? I'm kidding. It's because we don't. You know, you to to every race baiter out there, I I I have a seething hatred oh, for these people. I want to just punch their lights out, just yeah. one punch right in the nose, and watch them just drop. No other country on the face of the planet has ever gone to war to end slavery no other country in the history of man has gone to war to end slavery over a half a million people died fighting to end slavery in the united states you go over to the middle east you go over to southeast asia you've still got slavery happening you've got human trafficking coming over the southern border of the united states from from central and south american countries that's slavery the sex Look at trade Africa. is slavery. I mean, it's 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 just unbelievable in Africa. The people who are screaming racist, racist inequity, inequity. Oh my lord! Here in the United States, and reparations, reparations. Yeah, reparations. Give me money. Uh, give me money. Give me more yeah. money. Money, money, money. Yeah. I saw someone today who was one of the founders of one of the seventy-five thousand BLM movements out there and it's not the one it's not the trained marxist who forgot you're not supposed to amass wealth and bought four million dollar homes yeah that's it's not put a security wall around your house yeah it's not that blm founder this is another blm founder who kind of looks exactly the same you know fist up in the air wanting something for nothing who's who said point blank that if you're white and you don't have any uh any children you should leave everything that you have to a black family are you kidding me (laughs) Uh, I'm like, what? 
<laughs> and that was just demand number one. There were like 20 demands or something in this article, and I stopped right there. I'm like, this is just getting stupid. I, I, I posted this on social media just uh, just before we went on air, and I think I believe it was about that story. You know, uh, that's truly it, laughable. I mean, it, that, that, how can anybody take them serious? You can't, and and that's the point. They've used the moniker of racism and and uh, discrimination to to such an extent, to such an overreach that those words mean nothing now. Yeah, exactly. You're a racist. Okay, so okay. What? Yeah, I yeah, guess I am. I guess okay. You you must be looking at me through that lens. It's right. okay. If someone called you a racist in the '60s or the '70s. You'd lose sleep over it. No kidding. Because you didn't want people to think that of you. The word is used so that this was, this was the, it wasn't about the Black Lives Matter woman. There was a report that came out. It was by this, this obviously hyper leftist naturalist magazine that said that uh, racism, um, racism exists in, 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 in the form of black people not being able to enjoy nature because they've been oppressed. <laughs> oh man. They, they, they can't enjoy nature and, and maybe there should be grant and loan programs and, and community organize or organizations that, that, uh, that help the black people and other minorities who've been disenfranchised from nature to be reacquainted with, with nature and the outdoors. You know what? Walk outside your door <laughs> and take your mask off. Yeah, take your mask off. If you can dodge the bullets in Chicago, you're outside. <laughs> Golly. You know, but that's but that's the point. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. I, I, I'm sitting here and I've got a I got a fan that keeps the computers kind of cool here. And it happens to be white plastic. It must be blowing the air of racism because the fans white. Well, you know, that's really funny because I've got a fan here in the corner. It's kind of blowing on me, keeping me, who's a white guy, cool. And that just happens to be in, well, it's more of a bone-colored plastic. But, you know, it's it's but it's got to be racist, too. It's it's like it's a Caucasian-looking fan. Yeah. 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 Well, and there it's, you go. And it's double racist because it's it's a white fan blowing on a white guy. Well, of course. You're, it's like going to a Klan meeting at your place. Golly, you know, but this is just that. Yeah, you're right. They've overused it to the point where it just it just. OK, fine. Next. This is typical of in and a, a show ago. I talked about why we need to get away from electing activists to office. We have been conned into believing that activists make good politicians. They do not. And and just pure politicians don't make good public servants. They do not. We have politics before government today, and we have ideology before politics. So we are way far away from good government today because we're doing activist politics instead of good government. But this is what the left does. They'll take something and thump it until it has no meaning whatsoever, and then they change the definition of something to try and get more mileage out of it. Getting back to January 6th, it was an insurrection. It was the the greatest threat to our democracy ever to happen in the history of the United States. Yeah, really? We got 20 years of 9-11 coming up. Let's, let's talk about it then. 
what you think is the greatest insurrection in the history of the country. You know, you've got you've got people getting eight months for and and this is the official charge that he was that he was convicted on. It was obstru- obstructing a meeting. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an insurrection or treason or or something. It was you you interrupted the meeting, so you're going to jail for eight for eight months. You know, the, these people they just they they don't know when to quit when they have a good thing. And their egos just won't let them. They, they can't get out of their own way. Once they have a great thing, they got to have more. And you know, they Jan- got to have more. What What happened on January 6th was unfortunate to, a, to an incredible degree. Because you actually had people who were in the Electoral College who were going to challenge things because they truly believed that something was wrong with the election process. And now we're finding out in Georgia and Arizona and in in Pennsylvania, there were really bad things wrong with the election. So they were right to challenge this. Of course they were. But but the the quote-unquote insurrection, maybe, maybe they were right. It was it was an attack on our country that we've never seen before because it stopped the process, the legitimate process of questioning an election that was questionable to begin with. That was the goal of that day that the left just celebrates. It stopped everybody inside the Electoral College from saying objection. Exactly right. You know, once once the shit hit the fan, they were like, well, that's all over now. Let's just certify this election and get the hell out of here. Yeah. It it ended the process. So that's what January 6th was all about. Not the greatest threat to democracy ever, ever, ever. That's that's the stuff of an ice cream eating blowhard who's who's dealing with cognitive problems. Um, but, yeah, I mean, January 6th, Nancy Pelosi, everybody. And if you're a Democrat, I, I beg you to join us on this. Let's just bombard her office and say enough already. We're we're on to you. Just stop it. You know you're starting to become you're starting to become more of a joke, I guess. Because uh, I I actually use Nancy Pelosi's ice cream eating video as my alarm clock in the morning. <laughs> Get my God. blood blood pressure up so I can I'm oh. up. At, going for things that's a tough uh, way to meditate in the morning first that's thing. you know it, it gets it gets me there i'm Yeesh. not to say that i want her to stay in office I'd, I'd rather her retire but if you if you need to get out of bed and you need to get going first thing in the morning take a take a look well, at the take a look at that clown makeup well we all have our methods so whatever works you're listening to Underground USA. Be sure to check everything we do out there over at undergroundusa.com. I'll sign up for the mail out so we have a direct line to you. So the Silicon Valley overlords can't shut us off. And we, and we can still talk to you because we like you. We do. That's right. Yes, we do. We hate communism. We hate Marxism. But we love you. And we really, really would love to do a remote from Australia. So if you're listening in Australia... And you've got deep pockets? Fly us over for a week. We'll do the show from there. I like that. Oh, yeah. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Heck, yeah. I'd open the show. I'm there, mate. I'd open the show with maybe the dingo, H.O., baby. No. (laughs) You're listening to Underground. Never mind. Never mind. I'm Frank Salvato. He's Andy Limbaugh. We'll be right back in in a minute.
know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea.